Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Musician's Guide podcast. My name is Karen and I'm here with Jen. <laughs> we are having a time recording the video element of our podcast. So thank you for being here and thank you for your patience as we have a very hilarious learning curve here. Mm-hmm. Gotta love it. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about the second part of our series, two out of three. Um, in our first part of our series, in the first part of our series, we talked <laughs> Take about... Take a drink every time we say series. I'm so sorry. <laughs> in the first part, we talked about branding. So we talked about branding as it relates to photography, website, social, social media. media, video, all that good stuff for the different stages in your career. And then in this episode specifically, we're going to be focusing on marketing. So we're going to grab all of the elements that we talked about initially in the branding session and then talk about how to best market these things. Um as you move forward and as you go through your career. Yes, I'm super excited. So this is still all within the vein of like just auditing the work that we're doing and, and deciding like how do we want to show up in the new year and what's going to feel good and most authentic um, and what part of your content actually needs a ref- refresh and what doesn't. Um, mm-hmm. There's some things like in our own auditing that is going to say the same, some that are really going to change um, and, you know, just kind of go with what feels good to you and, and feels authentic. Also, this doesn't need to happen by January 1st. I can't believe we haven't yes. said that. <laughs> Disclaimer, this can happen literally any time in the mm-hmm. year. Um, get Getting stuff done by January does not make you a better person. So just live your life. Whatever feels good to you and whatever makes the most sense. 1,000%. So starting off first, um, we let off with photography first. So I want you to dive into that when it comes to marketing. So at this point in the journey, I've already found a photographer because we told you how to do that in the first episode. <laughs> I have taken these pictures, included elements that I really like about myself, whether it's my wardrobe, whether it's like these specific pair of shoes that I really like, this jacket that brings me good luck, whatever it might be. I have a photo shoot That's that- hilarious, okay. Whatever, I have a photo shoot that has all my favorite things. Yeah. My instrument is an accessory, so I'm using it on the side, but you can still see my face. And I'm coming into having, I don't know, 30 images of myself in different outfits, and all around town in different areas with different looks and doing different things and different poses, more importantly. Um, what do I do with all of these images? How do I get the most bang for my buck? I saved up. I did this photo shoot. What do I do now? Yeah. So first of all, I feel like, of course, congratulations for getting the photos. <laughs> Just kidding. That is amazing. And actually like a really big deal because oh, having God. photos is like sometimes the worst, sometimes amazing. Um, I would say like... Now that you have all the photos that you like and all the different outfits and the different locations, let's figure out the context for these photos. So which are going to go on the website, which are going to go on your socials, what are you going to use for posters, for maybe your email signature, like start to look at like the dimensions and proportions and, you know, kind of start tearing them out for like, okay, what is like a homepage photo um, on a website? And I feel like that's one that like is gripping and that is able to show your face and what you do, but also just have a, a mo- much more wider, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm like my words, have a, a much more like wider, fresh feel. Um, and you can talk more about that since you're the rock star in that area. But I feel like just kind of knowing where you want to put these photos to me would be the next step. Um, and then from there, uh, starting to post some of them. A huge faux pas is do not post them all at once. Do not make a carousel of all your new photos. This is a personal opinion. Don't ask people which one they like best. I don't know. That leads you down a very dangerous rabbit hole of yeah. I hate every single picture that I just paid so much money for. Yeah. So I think that it's going off of what you're saying, posting 
two or three in a series, I think it's fine. But saving those better ones for specific places that you want people to like open up your website and be like, oh my gosh, it's such a beautiful photo that I haven't seen before. Because sometimes people also make the mistake of just posting this one picture that they really like of themselves out of all 30. And then it's like, we get it. We've seen this picture. So if the picture is attached to new text to announce a new event or a new something, I might not look that closely into it because I've already seen that picture before. Right. Exactly. So I would say just, yeah, figure out where you want to put these photos. Um, start using them on your social media. Definitely like use a good photo for like a thumbnail on YouTube. If you want to have like in your YouTube channel, mm-hmm. your email signature is a great place for these. And like seriously, like we when we do photos, like we have photos that are specifically designed for posters. So like mm-hmm. when you're going to do a residency, like this is the photo you would use. These are the angles of the photo. Like so just start to think more creatively, like in what areas might you want some of these photos and make sure that you're kind of separating them for that purpose. Yeah. I also think what's really nice, too, of what Karen does is that when she does her photo shoots with like specific people, you have pictures of them like faux playing. So if it's going to announce a recital or if it's going to announce some sort of performance, then you use the faux playing ones. But when you have the ones that are the instruments just like next to you or on your lap or whatever it might be, I don't know what instrument goes on your lap. Um then those are for different purposes. It might be like, let's look into the fall. Like these are my thoughts for the fall. You just have a headshot of yourself with no instrument. So there's like different purposes as it relates to social media. And then as it relates to what's literally going to correlate in people's minds of like, oh, he's playing. That means he's playing in the caption or he's announcing something. Sure. Or she. Yeah. And faux playing is like pretending like you're playing your instrument um, yeah. or kind of l- like bringing your instrument up to play, but not really playing yet or, you know, anything that has like you actively engaging with your instrument whether it's like simply looking at it um, is is good enough. Yeah. There's also ones that you use specifically for album covers too that I've come to realize that it's like you work to get that one shot. So don't put it into like a carousel of pictures that it's going to get lost because then it'll have that lesser impact when somebody sees that album cover and they're like, oh my gosh, like this is incredible. Mm-hmm. So I think that's also really helpful. Yeah, for sure. Apologies on the sound. Again, still construction. We're getting our donut shop. <laughs> Very excited <laughs> about that. <laughs> Come join us in our donut shop. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, Not ours. It's five daughters. <laughs> I did layer you donuts. imagine the musician's guy so donut sorry. shop? <laughs> One no, more project. No. Imagine. Um, website? So yeah. Yeah, I think we can move on to website. Okay. So as it relates to your website, um, how, what elements do you think, or first of all, how do you even market your website? Because at this point, sorry, let me backtrack in your journey. And I'm sorry if my sweater is really loud. It really is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm wearing like this, like, it really sportsy. looks like Balenciaga. Oh, it's not. But it's like New Balance. I yeah. don't know what, is the font the same? Would those companies have like similar no. font? Oh my gosh, Karen, we're going to have to leave that from the audio. Don't. No, it's <laughs> not the same font. <laughs> um, sorry, coming back to it apart from my sweater or my sweatshirt, whatever, um, for your website. So at this point, you, regardless or dependent on who you are as an artist, you have specific things on your website, like you have your pictures, you have bio, um, you have a homepage, you have on your website, it pretty much showcases what people want to hire you for if, sure. you know, they want to contact you, a contact section, all that good stuff. How do I then go into marketing this website? Because that's very different and where you market it is going to redirect the type of people that you want to arrive there. So how do you do that? So I feel like once we've gone through the initial like launching of the website and we're like excited about what we have to offer, first things first is like, let's look at our metrics. I feel like we've stopped doing that for whatever reason. And yes, websites still matter. And yes, people still come to websites. So like, let's see who's coming to the website, how often and where they're landing. Like, I'm always so surprised when I look at the analytics of a site, like some people just like, exclusively land on the contact page and I'm like ooh, how's that related to like 
maybe the amount of bookings or maybe the amount of like touring that this person does or if they're always landing in their bio or in their media page or you know, even just the homepage. Like some people spend like a long ass time on somebody's homepage and I'm like, ooh, why? So I feel like once we have that that data, then we can kind of figure out what are some other reasons to bring people to the site. Um, I always like to encourage my clients to have a blog or to have some kind of project that they're regularly updating that then directs people from their social media, from their YouTube, from wherever onto their website. And I think it's just as simple as talking about your website. Like, hey, if you're looking for a new warm-up routine, head mm-hmm. over to my blog. Um, I just, you know, did one for the fall. Head over, link in bio type of energy. And then mm-hmm. you're subtly promoting your site. It's not like, attention everybody, go back to my website. It's WW. No, just like add some new stuff to it and people will come to it. Yeah. Um, and then also like as events get added, that's another great way of like promoting them. If you want to check other things out that I'm doing, head over to my events tab. Like there's many ways for you with the work that you're already doing to send people back to your site. Yeah. I also think too, your website can be very versatile and different things that you're doing. So for example, on the back end, you have pages that are on the front end, meaning other people can see them. And then you have pages on the back end that only you're able to see or people who have specific links. So if I say www.karenkivitas.com slash only for your eyes, which sounds disgusting, <laughs> but whatever. If I say like whatever secret door, um, if I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to say that. So if you have a link or a URL or whatever it is, that means that only people who have that URL are able to then see whatever is behind that specific wall. So if you did www.yournamecom slash links, then that could serve as a link in bio. And all you would need to do is to add like the different buttons so that people press it and it redirects as like a landing page, if that makes sense. So it's easier if you have different things like that to market your website or or just different things of what it is that you're doing. Yeah, because you want to drive the traffic back to your site. Like one of the reasons mm-hmm. we don't like using Linktree is because you have a third party redirecting you. So you don't really actually know who's coming to your website and why. And I feel like what you just said is going to be gold. So we should just like separate that from the rest. Yes, we the Linktree. should. The, yeah, the links. Yeah, the links are really important. Um, yeah. I was going to say one more thing and then I got completely sidetracked by saying whatever it is that I said. <laughs> um, that's one way to do it. There's also... Um, Oh my gosh, you said something about the events. It blog, left my mind. Your blog. Bringing people back to the site. Analytics. Yeah. Proposals. On the back end. Well, there's another way too. Like if specifically in your contact page, what we really like when it comes to marketing is in a contact form. And we're talking in the terms of like, in terms of like Squarespace or different things where like it allows you to have a drop down menu when you are filling out this contact form to reach out to you directly. And if it has like the different like fields that you want so you can have like the person's first name last name the subject line and then the message um if you wanted to edit that a step further i feel like for marketing purposes it's really nice when people have like drop down menus that say if you want to contact me about classes if you want to contact me about master classes if you want to contact me about the studio recruitment whatever it is it gives a little bit more context to whatever it is that the person's reaching out to you for so even if their subject line says like Danny DeVito I love your work like at least you understand that they want to hire you for a master class for a studio or for whatever it might be which is really nice yeah for sure there's so many ways to work with a website just figure out like what is the purpose of people coming to your site and how can you create some new stuff so that people are actively coming and then the data for sure like with the analytics that'll also inform like what's working and what's not working yeah and then the next part of it that we're going to talk about as far as marketing which is like the big behemoth that is social media what are your thoughts about marketing on social media what you do 
at this point, obviously you have a page, you have an Instagram bio and where it's very clear what it is that you do, what we can hire you for. You have good photos. You have good photos. You have, Mm -hmm. you know, three pinned posts that we talk about in our course, all of that good stuff. So what do you, how do you continue to make it sustainable on social media to exist, to live and to market yourself? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I mean, that is the million dollar question. I feel like it's all about sustainability and just being honest with like, what is the content that you enjoy posting? What is the content that adds value? Um, And just really, honestly, it's getting organized. I don't think aesthetic. So the way we lecture about social media, in addition to the course is 80% of it is energy. No, I'm sorry. We're doing a (laughs) hundred. A hundred is the math. 60% of it is psychology. So there's, there's a strategy to it. 20% of it is energy. And what I mean by energy, it's, it's not woo woo, but it's more of just like, um, how do you feel about the content that you're posting? How do you feel about what's on the page? And then 20% attractiveness. Cause I feel like at this point, whenever we're doing an audit, it always feels like, oh my gosh, we have to just elevate the quality, the aesthetic, the grid needs to look a certain way. And it's like, no, you just need to freaking be clear about what do you want people to do with the information. Mm-hmm. And you could see it in our personal brand. Like we're bringing back the musician's guide podcast, Instagram, because it makes sense. It no longer made sense having it just go through the agency. We were losing our audience that we weren't able to be as clear. And then it was like, is this a music agency or is this a podcast? Like, what is this? Mm-hmm. So those sorts of decisions are made not just because of the aesthetic of it or how I feel about what I'm posting, but there's a hundred percent of psychology behind it. So if we space out the way that we're creating our content and how we're posting things, um, don't feel so overwhelmed by having to create beautiful graphics or needing for every image to be high res or to be professionally taken because that's not the case. It's more of like, what do you want to promote in the season? What do you want to share with us? And what do you want us to do with that information? Yeah. Um, and then deciding how can we stay consistent? It's not mm-hmm. about attractiveness. It's not about anything. The algorithm is not out to get you. The algorithm is like, hey, just be consistent. If you're consistent, I'm going to help you. Um, and that's really all we need is yeah. post. If you're going to post once a week, commit to once a week. Don't miss twice a week, three times a week. Um, don't post more than four or five. It's a bit much, um, but <laughs> <laughs> three is good. <laughs> Just be consistent. Yeah. And I think one of my favorite things that you say is the idea that like, if you're waiting for this big post at the end of the semester where you're going to post your recital video or this big presentation or whatever it might be, and you hear crickets, it's because you go ahead and say it because I'm going to butcher it. <laughs> what is it that you say about social media with posting? Yes. Um, that you know, if you take a hiatus and you're focusing on like finishing your semester and juries and whatever, like which you absolutely should. And then you have this beautiful video recording of your recital and you're so proud of it, but you haven't posted on the grid for months. And then you post a clip of like, you know, your magnus opus. And then all of a sudden, nobody freaking likes this. It has nothing to do with the quality of your video, of your playing, of who you are, of your accomplishment and everything to do with the algorithm. But it's not because the algorithm hates you or you have to pay to play or you have to like take your clothes off like a lot of boomers say. (laughs) It's because it hasn't seen you. And the purpose of the algorithm is to populate content that people are actively engaging with and seeing. That's why there's not a single bad dog video on the internet or or Mm -hmm. babies or funny things because everybody does engage with that type of content. Um, I was on social doing research yesterday and I saw that a lot of my friends had liked this particular post and it made its way into my For You page and it was a freaking bear in Connecticut stealing lasagna out of somebody's fridge, a black bear, and then just going back out with the lasagna. And I was like, 
why am I watching this? Why is it viral? <laughs> what is happening? Um, but it was like uberly entertaining. And I'm not into bears. I don't live in Connecticut. Like, but it just kind of made its way into my feed. So you just like really never know the kind of content that you're creating, the videos, the the things that you're posting, like what type of, you know, pages they're going to show up in front of and who's going to mm-hmm. be engaging with that. Yeah. No, 1000%. Um, we also have a social media course, Musician's Guide to Social yes. Media. We have Back to Basics, which is if you want to learn more about the platform, how-to videos, all that stuff. And then we have the advanced version that's a little bit more targeted towards like content strategy and a little bit more about that like algorithm engagement. Um, and we just like decipher how to have like personal posts, professional posts, and just the full nine of how to make it sustainable and how to have it be authentic for you. And um, yeah, just go more into depth about that. And then we have a third one where it's the Musician's Guide to Social Media AI for Content Creation, um, which is just like a fun little guide that's shorter than the rest. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you do want to go more into depth on that, we do have like tons and tons of knowledge and it's an entire video library with modules and just where you can track your progress and see where it is that you are in learning all of this information. Yeah. And some of my favorite things too, not just about the course, but like the way we teach it is like the how-to stuff. Mm-hmm. Like even when I'm coaching or working with an organization, sometimes it's like, I can't like put my phone close to the screen and be like, and the button is right here. But like these videos are just so helpful to be like, let's build a post together. Let's do hashtags. Let's also, as we're building strategy, let's talk about how we're going to do that strategy. So I think like having almost like a think partner in that is super helpful. Yeah. Um, Also, if you have any questions as well that are specific, feel free to bring those into like our listener write-ins on the website. Yeah. Love to answer them here in real time. And um, they could be as specific as possible. I feel like those sorts of examples and and that kind of like community engagement is what's really helpful. And and some of these bigger topics where it's like, oh gosh, I'm going to do an audit of my socials. Like, what do I do? Or like, oh, I'm going to, you know, take new photos. That feels kind of awkward. Like, what does that mean? Um, Mm -hmm. So I think that the more we can do it together and kind of normalize improving some of these things and, and having these hard looks I think the easier and the better it's going to be yeah the last thing I want to lead off on as it relates to marketing and, and branding and kind of bringing it full circle is the idea of conversion so can you talk a little bit about that as it relates to musicians because I feel like that conversion feels like a business term but it also applies to musicians and I think yeah. breaking that barrier and that wall and where you see yourself as a separate entity needs to happen needs to happen yeah so I feel like we we hear this a lot now in the musician space of like convert and make money and six figures and blah. And yes, we're talking about that, but not entirely. Um, I do think that it's important for all of us to see our work as, as a business, as a creative endeavor that is profitable. And we need to know how we are getting customers. We need to know how our brand is expanding and growing, who we are actually reaching and having it be more data-driven than emotion-driven. The number of likes on a post cannot tell you how many people are going to buy something you're selling or how many people are engaging with your content or how many people would actually hire you to do a masterclass or give a residency. Like the number of followers and likes has no bearing. Um, And if you don't believe me, we could see that with all these high schoolers that have hundreds of thousands of followers and they're not really converting it. It's just like for fun and they've done a great job with the algorithm and they're doing fine. Um, and then here all of us are, you know, scholars with all of this shit and we're like, nobody's looking at it. So it's yeah. like, relax. Um, and let's just really think about like, how can we get people to understand what it is that we're offering and then ultimately trust us to join us on what we're doing. That's like the best way that I would describe conversion. Mm-hmm. And and it is a tangible thing. And I do think that in our very near future, email marketing is going to be in the mix because I think that that might be a great way to explain it. But basically your posts are not just for the vanity of them or because I said so, um, very much has a purpose of bringing in the right audience for what you're offering. Mm-hmm. 
and reaching people beyond your immediate following audience to then also know what you're doing. So if a random person stumbles up on your page, similar to what she's saying, whether it's your website, whether it's a picture on a poster, whether it's your social YouTube. media, yeah, your YouTube, whatever it might be, there needs to be a, a way, a purpose, a reason somewhere for them to go. Similar to like, I don't know. Never mind. I was going to give an example, but it's just going to be convoluted. So never mind. Yeah. So yes. And yeah, I think like, let's get comfortable with some of these terms like conversion, um, nurturing an email list, um, things like that. And it's not that you're being gross or fake, but it's that there's a lot more strategy with the work that you're doing. And, and there is still feeling, but it's not just feeling base. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think for, for those of you with more logical personalities, like that's going to help so much instead of all the social media talk being so feeling heavy or like shooting from the hip, which is my vibe. Um, so there's going to be slightly more strategy and you're going to know why you're doing some of the things that you're doing and, and then you're going to see results, which is the whole point of all of this. So as you're kind of thinking about your brand and kind of auditing and figuring out some ways to show up, let's really figure out what do we want our audience to do with the information we're giving them and what are we ultimately in quotation selling? Mm-hmm. And selling is not like just taking money, but also like giving value. What are we providing? Because we have tons of free resources in our company. Yeah. I don't expect anything in return. Just just take it and use it and share it, you know? Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, even if you're just offering stuff for free, like who's getting it and, and how do you know? Yeah. I love it. Okay. Do we do it? Yeah. Thank think you for listening. Else. Yes. Keep us posted. Let me know if you have any questions um, and we'll see you next week with our part three yeah, to our haves. series. Mm-hmm. Um, so must haves. So if you're listening to these episodes and you're like, that's great, but I'm a music educator. We got you or an emerging artist or an artist or a chamber group or mm-hmm. a human on the internet. <laughs> we got you. 